Today's episode of Unreasonable Down is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in my book. (laughs) Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omeo.com, O-M-I-O.com, and use the code O-M-I-O-5 at checkout, O-M-I-O, the number five. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. I'm not going to raise my voice. Yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drank your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 11. Now we know, right? We know the people that were on the roster last year. We can account for everybody and what they're doing for this upcoming season. Two guys were left, right? Deuce McBride, Sean McNeil. The deadline was this week to determine, are they going to stay in the NBA draft? Are they going to come back to WVU? Are both of those guys coming back? Are both of those guys leaving? Is one leaving and one coming back? I mean, the possibilities aren't endless, but those were the possibilities, okay? And now we know. One of those guys is coming back. One of those guys is staying in to try to be selected in the NBA draft. And I'm sure you know which one is doing what, right? Because how could you be listening to this whenever you're listening to this and not know what's going on with Deuce or what's going on with Sean? But there's maybe, you know, I don't want to put a number on it, but you may listen to this podcast to get, quote, informed, unquote. And if you're that person, I can't imagine that that person exists. But if you do exist, then I'm going to break the news for you on what's happening. And what's happening is, and here's the thing. When you get the news about what's happening, then, you know, you can deal with the ramifications of that, right? Like... There's this anxiety of not knowing, and we didn't know for a long time. I felt like Sean McNeil was, I think he made his announcement like the day after they lost to Syracuse. It felt like it was that quick. Probably not, but it's been a while. And West Virginia lost 
in like months ago. So we've been waiting and we finally got a decision. And so that, you know, so now we know good or bad the information that we have now, we can try to figure out what's going on. So anyways, for that person, uh, Deuce is going to stay in the NBA draft and Sean McNeil is going to come back to Morgantown and play next season for WVU. That's the news. Deuce is out. And the sides were there, right? Deuce went to the NBA Combine. Somebody started taking a video of him shooting baskets. He made every single shot in that video. And so when you watch that video, when you watch a video where somebody doesn't miss, and we're talking like at least 10 shots, then that increases the chances of you getting paid to play basketball. He did not participate in the scrimmages at the draft combine. Like, whether that's confident enough or the people talking to him saying, you're not going to gain anything by scrimmaging. So just, you know, hang out, talk to people. That's another sign that why I come back to school. He talked to multiple teams. More than one, less than 30. He kept Huggins in the loop. So he gathers all this information and decides, you know what? All signs are pointing to, I'm going to get a shot to play in the NBA. And so he's gone. And we got two seasons of Deuce McBride at WVU. Think about that. Let's let's go the two off seasons ago, and with you know the flashing lights was hey five star McDonald's All American Oscar Sheepway, and this this guy from Ohio that's really good that's coming off an injury, Deuce McBride or Miles McBride. We knew him two seasons ago as Miles McBride, and his nickname is Deuce. But it's Oscar Sheepway. And then cut to now, Oscar Sheepway made it one full season and 10 games of a second season. But we got Deuce for two. And now he's moving on. And we knew Deuce was special early in his first season. He was essentially the sixth man as a freshman. But... McCabe had the <laughs> Huggins had the quick pull for McCabe and Deuce was in and we knew early it's weird to say this and not not without any irony but he Deuce McBride spurred the comeback versus Northern Iowa in an early season tournament in Cancun like he did that as a freshman and then, you know, shrugged his shoulders. He hit a big shot, did the shoulder shrug. That becomes a gif or a gif in the win over Ohio State in Cleveland. And he's doing that as a freshman. And I was at the Coliseum for the season finale at Baylor two seasons ago. And when he dunked the ball in the second half, he didn't have a great game. But when he dunked the ball, that's as loud as I can imagine the Coliseum can get when he dunked it. And so he capped off a great year. And, you know, pandemic happened. So we didn't get to see Deuce in postseason play as a freshman. But 
everyone is excited to see Deuce in a sophomore season. Can't wait for this guy to be back. He's going to make this team great. And Deuce was Deuce delivered. There was no sophomore slump with Deuce McBride. He got better. He took the starter role. He came out of the gates hot in the in the early season tournament, the first game of the year in South Dakota. He was a big part of the comeback in Stillwater versus Oklahoma State. You know, in like imagine if you had a checklist of things to do in college basketball before you turn pro. One of those boxes would be a win in a shootout, like where you're scoring points versus a, a guy on the other team that's really good at scoring points. And Deuce marked that box when West Virginia played Texas Tech and Deuce McBride uh, beat Mac McClung. It's a team game, but Deuce beat Mac. Uh, another, another box to mark off, especially if you play at West Virginia, is to do really good against Kansas in a win. And, Mar- and Deuce McBride did that last season. He put 31 on Kansas in the win in Morgantown. And he didn't, it wasn't just offense with Deuce. In the last play of the Texas game at Texas, he absolutely 100% did not foul Jericho Sims on that last play. And West Virginia got the road win in a very close game. And then we get the opportunity to see Deuce in the NCAA tournament. And in the first game, he scored 30. And he only scored over 30 twice. And it was in the Kansas game and in that game versus Moorhead State. So sophomore Deuce ended the year. This is why he's going to play in the NBA because of how he shot from three. He shot 41%, and I really can't stress that enough. I think that gets him in the conversation of being drafted in the first round. If And with a chance to improve even more. He didn't miss any shots in that video at the draft combine. Deuce McBride in a sophomore season, almost a 3-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio. That's really good, and he's not even a natural point guard. But he did that. And just to give you like a, a stats breakdown of how good Deuce was in his sophomore season. Specifically in the Big 12, Deuce McBride was top 10 in the league in points per game, assists per game, steals per game, field goal percentage, free throw percentage, per, which is a advanced stat, win shares, advanced stat, box plus minus, advanced stat, offensive rating, points produced per game. Deuce McBride top 10 in the league in all of those categories. And this is not a stat, but you would have to agree with me. Game on the line, close game, West Virginia has the ball. Who do you want to have the ball in the 2020-2021 season? You want Deuce McBride to have it. No, he didn't make them all. He had chances against in the Oklahoma game. He had chances where he didn't make it, but sometimes he absolutely made it. And you and I can't this is not a stat, but you felt good with Deuce McBride having the ball at the end of the game. And that's I just made that stat up, but it's 100% a real stat. And so 
you know, we're not used to this at WVU. Guys leaving after two seasons to pursue their professional career. Three seasons we're pretty comfortable with. Two seasons not. I mean, you, you look at Devin Ebanks, who left after two years. He got drafted in the second round by the Lakers. Um, and that's it. That I'm sure there's guys that would only was at Morgantown for two seasons. But that's my list in the last 20 years. And so I don't know if Deuce is, is going to get drafted in the first round. But I'm reading these uh, draft boards and seeing Deuce in like top 20, top top 30. And there's 30 picks in the first round. So, you know, what I do feel confident in for sure is that his name is going to be called when the NBA draft comes around in August. He's not going to not get drafted. And I'm hoping he gets a he gets his name called in the first round. I think it's very feasible. Late first round, it gets wonky. And my understanding of the NBA draft is that the lottery picks you don't really you don't really have a lot of um reaching it happens every once in a while and that's always documented when somebody reaches early on but once you get past the first 15 20 picks then then teams will draft on potential to try to hit on a Giannis Antetokounmpo to try to hit on a uh Nikola Jokic or a Rudy Gobert or guys you know that hey late late first round, middle first round, second round guys that are super really good at basketball. Or it could be a bust, but they're willing to take that chance. So that's how Deuce could maybe slip out of the first round. But here, So I'm confident he's going to get his name called. I'm confident that he's going to play games in the National Basketball Association. I'm confident that he will be missed in Morgantown. But I'm also confident that WVU fans will be rooting for Deuce. I don't think anybody feels slighted uh, or confused why Deuce McBride would leave. Yeah, there's a risk, but we know he's that good. And we'll be just like Javon Carter. That's the exciting part is that I think it's going to be exciting to have more than one guy from WVU in the NBA. Wouldn't it be crazy if Phoenix picked them? And <laughs> so both guys are on the same team. So, I mean, I can like out as many NBA teams as I want. So I'm definitely going to follow whoever picks Deuce McBride. So from the bottom of my heart, Deuce McBride, we wish you well. And we wish you the best in your future endeavors. And, and he's gone. Random thoughts coming up. Good first segment. Thanks. Are we off the air? Did you turn off the mic? Uh, this is this is not good. <laughs> You're telling me that it is good? I mean, we'll talk about it in random thoughts. It's not good to have Deuce, Oscar, Culver gone. Other guys gone too, but those three guys, are we going to get better? We're going to get better when we lose Deuce McBride? Oh, 
No, I'm not mad. But it doesn't. Uh, maybe I can talk myself into this being a pretty good season. But on paper, loss of time. I don't want. Selfishly, uh, this. I mean, it's not good. And you can't convince me that it is good. Does anybody get a sandwich? No, nah, like a uh, a ham salad sandwich. Is there one out on the table? Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Summer's almost here, and you know what that means. Embroidery. I don't know if embroidery has anything to do with summer, but Dyer Prime knows about embroidery and they can help you with your embroidery needs. Embroider a hat, embroider a polo, embroider a t-shirt. Think of something that needs embroidered. Dyer Prime can do that for you. Start your summer off with embroidery with Dyer Prime, 304-767-4445. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. 2013. That's that was the last time before this offseason that Huggins brought in a fifth year senior transfer. He did it, he, he wasn't really keen on doing that kind of thing. He brought in Matt, Matt Humphrey from Boston College. You remember the Matt Humphrey experience? I don't either. Because he came to West Virginia from Boston College. He was a starter at Boston College. He played, he played like he, I don't think he averaged more than 10 minutes a game. And Huggins has, I don't know if he's mentioned Humphrey specifically, but it's telling that he did that that one time and then he hasn't done it <laughs> for almost 10 years. And like, and pretty much wrote wrote the idea of a fifth-year senior coming in off. Cut to now, Huggins is bringing in three fifth-year guys at once. Polly Polycap, who I'd never say a bad word about, Diamond Kerrigan, and Malik Curry. And thank goodness we have Malik Curry with this deuce news because uh, we're a little light with experience in the point guard position. Malik Curry, I mean, it'd be weird if he didn't start, right? Maybe it'll be a battle between Curry and Kedrian Johnson for starting point guard, but uh, I'm I'm giving the edge to Malik Curry. So, so what do we make of the roster? What do we make of history? Are we running back 2012? And like, like standout senior year for Taz Sherman, and and standout senior year for Sean McNeil. And the, I would say that this team has more experience. Still a bunch of new guys, but more experience than that 2012 team. Is this 2013 where you lost? You lost the Kevin Jones and the Truck Bryant. You have a bunch of sophomores. You bring in some uh, transfers and a fifth-year guy, and you end up with 
one of the worst seasons Huggins has had as a head coach. Again, I'm not trying to put bad I'm not putting bad juju on this team. Uh but is this 2019? You remember 2019? I do. Javon Carter drafted in the NBA. Daxter Miles, four-year starter, gone. And and yet that team in the preseason was top 20. And it was top 20 in the preseason because lots of experience coming back. Senior Issa Ahmad. Uh, experienced senior Lamont. I don't know if he was a senior, but very experienced Lamont West. Experienced Sagamakanate, who came back, thought that he was going to go to the NBA, but he came back for another season. Uh, experienced Beetle Bolden. Wes Harris, like what we think of as good guys that contributed to a team that gave it all and and lost to the eventual national champion. And uh, they were they were in the rankings that year like one <laughs> one week, and then they lost to Western Kentucky and Myrtle Beach, and then and and we all know what happened. That season ended with a loss at home by 100 to Coastal Carolina. So the three seasons that I have in my head, one was pretty good. One and two were terrible seasons. (laughs) So maybe I can talk myself into the new guys and – Senior Taz balling out and senior Sean McNeil and glue guy Gabe and sophomore bump, similar to what Deuce had, a a sophomore bump for Jalen Bridges. And this team makes a run in the Big 12. I'm just telling you what history says. Final thoughts coming up. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. So... The other news, and I mentioned it briefly, but Sean McNeil, the shot robot, is coming back. So this will, we got one more season of Sean McNeil. I don't think he's going to be a senior. He technically could could come back for another season, uh, but I don't anticipate him running it back for the fifth year. So this is it of eligibility. So this will be it for Sean McNeil. So we're going to get three seasons of Sean McNeil. Glad to have him back for one more season. So the dust has settled. You know, Huggins has one scholarship that he can give out, and he might give it out. And so we'll deal with that when it happens. But here's the list of guys returning that played minutes for WVU in the 2020-2021 season. Are you ready? Taz Sherman. Six-man Taz Sherman. Starter Sean McNeil. Starter for most of the year, Jalen Bridges. Started on senior day, Gabe Osaboyan. Kedrian Johnson. Isaiah Cottrell. Coming off an Achilles tear. Sinny Njai, Spot Minutes, and Taj Thweet, uh, 
never in doubt games, handful of games. So as so that's 49% of last year's minutes are returning, less than half, and even less of the scoring. We've got 44% of the scoring from last season returning. So what does that mean? Well, last year we had a high percentage coming back. And it manifested in going to the NCAA tournament exit in the second round. Going back, looking through the Huggins era, two WVU teams in the Huggins era have brought back less than 50% of their scoring from the previous year. And it happened in back-to-back seasons. It's the 2011-2012 team and the 2012-2013 team. So the 2012 team, that was senior Kevin Jones. Some would argue around these parts he should have been Biggie's player of the year over NBA Finals guy Jay Crowder. And senior Truck Bryant. So that, and then a bunch of freshmen. And that season was okay, made the NCAA tournament, but WVU went 19 and 14. I believe they lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. 2012 2013, that was Dennis Kalichla as the, <laughs> as old Kalichla senior year. And Eric Murray and Terry Henderson and Aaron Harris. And that team did not fare so well. They went 13 and 19. And so that's, (laughs) those are the two teams. One pretty good with a excellent season performance from Kevin Jones. And that got you, 19 wins and then and the NCAA tournament and then the other one was one of Huggins two losing seasons since he's been in Morgantown Unreasonable Doubt is on the social media on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV on Twitter at I'm Josh Witt On Facebook, go to that search bar thing and type in Unreasonable Doubt. Do it. Interact with the show. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Quick Best Virginia news. They played some exhibitions. Jay Sean Page not on the roster, but in an interesting development, Devin Ebanks in the state of West Virginia. Could he be convinced to be part of the team? Believe I have heard that Ebanks cannot. There's a schedule conflict with the first two games, but Somehow, if the team supports it, he would be able to join the team. I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, but anyways, Ebanks, we're seeing Ebanks. He's, he's 
getting on the opposite side of Best Virginia for the teams they've been playing in the exhibition games. And so, like, one week away, one week away from hosting TBT action in the Charleston Civic Center. I'm excited. Are you going to be there? I'll be there. Uh, you know, if whatever you're comfortable with, you know, you should be there though. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. TBT. Also, listen, uh, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but like, you know, I probably like you and maybe not like you, but on my cellular phone, uh, every once in a while, I'll play a game. I have a game on my phone and I'll play it. Not a console person currently. Definitely a phone game person. In phone games, uh, you can download a game for free, but you've got, similar to watching TV, they'll put commercials. And the commercials can be for anything. It can be for uh, a local restaurant. It could be like political, tons of political ads on on phone games in 2020. Um, But listen, you're going to see some... (laughs) If you're not a phone game person, just be prepared to see ads for some of the uh, worst things. (laughs) There's ads for things on the game that and it could be for other games it's mostly other games that is not closely related to the game that i'm playing Uh, but definitely are games and there's commercials for those games that make you think uh, or solidify the opinion that humanity is going downhill fast okay i got four words of a commercial that I've seen for a game that I could download on my phone. Four words. Heaven or hell game. And apparently the game is... Uh, well, you, you figure it out. Heaven or hell game. So that's, uh, you know, I felt like my phone actually got hotter... You know how phone like iPhones. I've got an Apple iPhone. I'm not bragging. It's an iPhone Seven. Used to be an iPhone SE. This podcast started recording from an iPhone SE. Uh, and sometimes they get hot, right? But I felt like when that commercial for the Heaven or Hell game came on my phone, I felt like my phone actually got like super hot. And you do the math on that. Anyways, Best Virginia. <laughs> Two Saturdays from now. It's going to be exciting. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. But, like, in the game that I play on my phone, I'm going to keep playing it. And you just got to be prepared and you can't skip it fast enough. Uh, but some of these commercials, it won't let you skip. And you, some of them are doozies. And just. That's a rabbit hole that you should not go down of uh, 
uh, uh, the worst of humanity games. WVU for the 2020-2021 season, they were 19-10. TBT. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. If If the button doesn't say subscribe, it says follow, hit that button. That helps this podcast. Please do that. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt.